bones. I feel it, yes, it will turn. Gather round, young ones, let your elder tell you of what lies beyond. Yes, Brian, your parents will be home before next light, so try to keep a stiff upper lip, would you, boy? Stephans do not cry over solitude. Shall I tell you a story? Oh, of other worlds. Let me see. There are some with monsters. Oh, no. No, Brian, no monsters. Fine. I suppose there are some that are at war with themselves, but none so at war with themselves as the Union. Never have I come across a place with so many different creatures, all trying to coexist. Well, they're trying. A peaceful place. <laughs> Why don't I tell you of our homeland? I've only been there once. The mist there never recedes. And it's always gray. There is no night, no day. Time drifts. You only recognize its passing by your own wrinkles. You're never hungry, never tired. Purgatory. That is where the oldest elders lay. That is where I might be. Peaceful that purgatory is, but I sought adventure, not peace. And in this city, adventure is never far away. I only wish I were young enough to revel in it one more time, like I'm sure you will, Brian. Oh, I know you will. You're Stefan, after all. Hello everyone, and welcome to Never Tell Me The Op, an actual play podcast amongst friends. I'm Scott Ashley, GM, and to my left this week is... Joe Zinski, playing Grimm, and actually not tired for once this week. I slept, and I'm, I'm really proud of that. I just needed to tell everyone. We're so, proud of you, Joe. That's, it's excellent. This is Alex Rochek playing Renfred, and I also actually got some sleep last oh, night. It's, this is we're, we're functional today. <laughs> this must be some sort of horrible blue moon and we were all on time yeah this is this is will towler and i've had nightmares for the past two nights they've been great oh that's how this works it's, yeah. it's transferred to you oh it, it, they've, they've been real interesting actually well Alan anyway dead, so yeah I'll be, how's your sleep going i'll, I'll be playing find finder burden and fast bottom <laughs> and or something like that yeah sounds right my name is alan so i'm very tired I was playing Magnolia Black. All right. To um, be fair, like Magnolia is pretty tired of living at this point, so no, she feels yeah. great. She just bought a bought a clinic. She feels real good. She's yeah. on top of the world right now. Yeah. Sounds so like what it. happened last time? Uh, you guys fought some trout. Oh my god! Don't say that word. Trout. Speaking of nightmares. Yeah. Trout. Um, yeah, I wrote a really long synopsis, but we're not going to go over all of it. Um, 
basics of what happened last time, as you probably are all aware. It started in the middle of a conflict between a Manta scout patrolling one of their sacred areas and the interlopers, the crew of Twilight Direct. The, it basically began with Grim Diplomacy. spiking grenade into the core of their sub. Diplomacy. Yeah. Diplomacy. Yeah. And then the Manta swiftly retrieving grenade and ducking into the core of... Our sub. Uh, well, no, you're both. Oh, it became yeah. a... <laughs> Counter diplomacy. And spiraling from that was Point Magnolia rebuttal. getting taken by the Manta. Or no, willingly, willingly... I left onto the ship, yeah. disabled its engine, and then when it came parlayed. out to kill me, we parlayed. Yeah, we parlayed and then voluntarily went with the Manta to stop the aggression. And the rest of the crew was, meanwhile, uh, three, not quite three-stooging it, but um, a little bit of that with some trout. I don't know if anyone three-stooges it with the trouts. No, I don't. I think that would have ruined the three-stooges. I think it's like three Keebler elves and a really hungry wolf or something. Like, it's not... It's fair, fair. Um, at the very end, mostly Binder and Rinfred were aware of what was going on um, was, was when Binder tapped into the power of... Uh, Time itself. Binder saved saved everyone. Saved everyone. Binder's the only one that rolled anything that was even remotely successful. That was great. Yep, that was good. We didn't didn't die. I distinctly remember not dying. And then we were in a horrible depression because... Well, Rinfred first finished the mission. Yeah. He made it down to the Orem Tower, delivered the weapons, the bombs, the Imperium, and got invited by uh, Thresh and the Sharks to join in on a giant score, robbing the Orem Tower. Yeah, I did the thing. Let's not forget that that happened. I, I do a big, big score. 20, 20 coin score. 20, 20, coin. 20 coin score, and plus we loops. erase their debt with them. Oh, yeah, plus anything we can steal. Yeah. Um, then you guys made it back to town, which was less exciting because you had to inform... Well, you had to do a fight first. You oh, fought yeah. oh, uh, man. Thresh, oh, man. and... Wow. It went very well. You paid three mana to kill him dead. Bad to worse. No... You paid three mana to spike him into the center of the earth. <laughs> we, uh, we're trying really hard to emulate a season of Bojack in this episode, is what happened. Wait, am I Bojack? Uh, You're drunk uh, 24-7. Not yet. You're uh, Grimjack. Bojack is worse, Very sad and to never change. I don't think I self-sabotaged uh, quite enough yet. That's good. That's, That's good. That's hope. I'm getting there. With my, with my demons. With my literal <laughs> demons. I thought it was a good idea. Um, and then... Had a conversation with... Bo- well, not really a conversation with Binder, but a conversation with Zia about it. And a talk yeah. with Binder about we, it. We mentioned the part where I killed a guy with a punch. Yes. No, wait, actually, I... No, a throat stomp. A throat stomp. A foot. A foot. And then everyone was cheering, and I went away because he was my friend, and then... Hmm? Then I went back home, and... Wow, you had to tell Vivian what happened to Mags. Yeah, Mags is gone. And, and she, she, she looked at me with those dead eyes and anger and hatred. And Do you have trauma yet? Yeah, yeah. he's haunted. Oh, I, I do. I, I, I'm haunted by the recent <laughs> Good. incidents. Good. Wait, so you, do you have tr- two trauma now? No. I have two, I have two trauma. Oh, uh, what? You do? Wait, wait. I've, re- I've, re- I've had reckless this whole time. Yeah. No. Wow, that explains so much. Oh, does, does it, doesn't I forgot. It wait, when did you get that? A long time ago. Way yeah. back. Wow, that's been an experience. Oh, shoot. I forgot that happened. So oh, Grim, right. Grim is when actually half shot dead. a bunch. I thought you avoided the, that. Or was that Binder who avoided no, the I, second one? No, that was Binder. That I avoided the that. second one. Okay, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot that you got shot up a bunch and got your first trauma. 
Yeah. Because that's what, that's what it was, right? Getting shot on the roof after screaming out. Mm. Yep. Oh, right. Yeah. The yeah. jackal Pikaliki's name. Yeah. yeah. Where was that? <laughs> Pikaliki. I work for the jackal. Third page column A. <laughs> but just when we thought it was going to be extra bad, Magnolia comes out of nowhere. We get the money and we pay for... You know, the eternal rent or whatever. Eternal rent. It's yeah. no longer rent. It is now just ours. You just have a deed for the house. That's what I refer to. Uh, That's what I'm on the other hand, the reason Magnolia came back is because she made a deal with the Manta. Fish parole. Fish parole. <laughs> Signed a blood contract at some point. It yeah, wasn't super contract. optional, but do, it's cool. Do they use batons? Are they, are they their fish sticks? Bouton? Oh. <laughs> I probably do use batons. No <laughs> batons? Batons. Batons. Oh, batons. Trench your, like, what your uh, contract say? Uh, it says, <laughs> I've bled into some fish person's ritual, and there is no, a no, water. No, they just took a sample of your blood. They literally like, bled you and took it away. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad if I've read but, the Dresden There was no, books. like, giant yeah. ritual. Yeah, there. they were like, please bleed here. And I said, no, thank you. And they said, please bleed here. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. No. What we said was bleed here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood word, all of you. The word please was optional. Yeah. Other things happened. Did some tinkering or some physicering. Did some. Didn't uh, work. Mostly made back. Went back and. Yeah. But you learned a lot. It's exciting. You learned a lot. Yeah, you like went to Rapture and then came back. Rapture kind of sucks. Mm, yeah. Everyone's getting like face fungus. Ooh. Yeah, Rapture's actually we're gonna rob from shortly. Yeah, we're gonna rob Rapture. This is oh, like wait. isn't that doesn't that go against the will of your new fish lords? No, no. Rapture's the Rapture's Orem the Tower. People oh, city. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rapture has has human beings, whereas other place Although also has right, human beings. Like splicers in the sense that they have guilds and they have yeah. some oh. augmented personalities. Run the yeah. name of that tower by me again. Orem Tower. Worse. Orem. Worse. I'm unhappy knowing that. Orem Tower. Is it spelled O-R-A-M? No, it's not. Oh. All right, I'm happy knowing that now. That's less that's worse. It's, it's less exciting than that. It is. Okay. Because that was going to be extremely concerning. So, I wrote down lots of stuff that's not related. Well, it is related to what happened. We didn't even resolve our stupid thing that happened to us at the end. The job thing. Remember there were complications? Oh, yeah, we need to do our entanglements. Oh, yeah, yeah. we need to do entanglements. <laughs> a spirit is supposed to visit one of us. Or, or reprisals. reprisals. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, so take, let's, take, let's it, take it away. The let's start with that present. one first, then. Grim, the night after you purchased, the first night uh, after you killed Thrash, <laughs> Thanks, you, you slept. <laughs> I, I, do, I do recall sleeping, yes. The next night, and this is after you purchased. Or after Vivian has purchased her home. Her home. I slept really good because I'm so happy. You sleep, but at one point you start dreaming. Oh. And in this dream, you're in that fight with Thresh again. Oh man. But this time, instead of killing him in one clean, smooth motion that oh. was almost like too fast for you to realize it was happening, there's a pause and he begs you to stop. But you still kill him. Oh, why did I? Why? And then <laughs> next time it happens again, and you pause and he begs you to stop. And you still kill him. Uh, and it happens like two to three more times, and like it kind of like escalates. It's not actually a more violent kill, but it is a more longer pause where he begs longer. But then it kind of starts fading away, and it slowly escalates again back down to that <laughs> faster kill. Oh, good. And then goes away. 
for this night. Over the next four or five days, as the recovery goes on, you keep having this dream. And it starts robbing you of your sleep. Um, mechanically, this has started a new clock um, oh. because you're getting much less sleep now. Um, what do you do about this? That's when, like, your first thing you're going to think of doing about this issue. About the, the guilt? Yeah, about I... the guilt. Do you go see a psychologist? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you do? Um, I didn't realize there were psychologists in this very enlightened city. I mean... There have been psychotherapists yeah. for a long time. Yeah, I mean, Sigmund Freud was, like, the 1800s. Yeah, yeah I'm, and I'm, he did a real good job of telling people that everything was dicks and vaginas. Yeah. Also, you get some electrodes stuck to your head and just, you know, zap the bad feelings away. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have a vagina demon living in your head, so... I mean, they're pretty... They're not super common. Well, we can start by the thing that usually fixes it. I'll just drink heavily. Okay, cool. Yep, all right, cool. Leave off with that then. So... I decided to, like, mutate that a little bit into something a little bit different, but... You, you sent that demon to haunt my, you know, eat my skull from the inside. Yeah. Or Thresh. Yeah, still great. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah or Thresh. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, yeah, the, by the way, you should read the possession clock in the rules for this game at some point. No. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's good times, I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, it's the, first, it's the first day that you're possessed, everything sucks. Day two, it's like minus one D to everything. Day three, you're either dead or traumatized. out. Awesome. Possession is rapid and unforgiving. All right. Um, like diarrhea. Who would like oh, to go yeah. next? I have something for all characters that have been introduced so far into this game. Oh, oh crap. Uh, click wants to go next. Cool. Skitterclick has not been involved in the most recent uh, <laughs> scores. Um, the last one they were on was... Uh, going in the submarine, I think. Well, there was like the miniature me and Magnolia heading to. Uh, right. Yeah, that was the most recent the thing X. you guys did. Yeah. Um, so you've been back um, in the Sora community, mostly in the Sluice, like where you you know live or do stuff after work. Um, steel. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Pickpocket. You've been getting a few whispers since. Um, uh, What's his face? Not Nicole, but the other one. <laughs> it's always Chico Morose in our headcanon. He's like the mis- mysterious stranger in Fallout. <laughs> some some like man is walking with a trench coat. You're like, is that is that Treacle? And, and every time someone says no, he's been dead. <laughs> Treacle Morose is dead. But he turns and gives you a wink, and you half see a. <laughs> Is Treacle Morose a manta or someone who researched the manta? Researched. Okay. Researched okay. Yeah. Both, secretly. Well, then he, like, flashes the trench coat open a little bit, and there's, like, a manta t-shirt underneath. <laughs> it's Draco. <laughs> Love the manta. Do you mean Copa? Copa? Yeah, there yeah. we go. I, I could have said that. Copa lies. I know, you could have, 45 you seconds ago, but I was involved. <laughs> uh, Copa, um, seems like he's been talking some smack about you a little bit, so the Sora have been kind of looking at you a little bit weird. I think you should smack him. I should probably yeah. eviscerate Copa. Well, you wouldn't eviscerate the, the people who weren't his friend and admit a member of the community, but, you know. Um, however, someone kind of does come up to you. Uckle. What, what? Uckle. All right. C-K-L-E. C-K-L-E. Uckle um, has come to you. Their partner, um, who you also know, Okay. An acquaintance um, is they come to you and inform you that their partner has been missing for a few weeks mm-hmm. now, 
And you had, um, when they started explaining the story, you realized that you're familiar with what's kind of what's going on to a certain degree. Um, uh, for a few months now, there have been um, either like postings on like jobs boards and stuff like that in the Sora community um, for Sora that want to come work at a factory in Charter Row, um, working on an engineering job. And several Sora have gone to go do this. Uncle will tell you that their partner went one night to go work on the project or whatever they're doing and did not come home. And they've done some, sometimes they've been there for like a few days or like it's, it's, a, it's a pretty grueling project. They don't give you very good hours. Like these are jobs that you like, I mean, they're, they're close to slave labor-ish conditions. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes they'll be there for, for days on end. But now it's been two weeks and they have not come back yet. Is it kind of normal for uh, Sara specifically to be sought out? Or is it kind of that thing where it's like, we want street urchins specifically? It like, is potentially both. At first glance, because especially when they advertise it, the wages look decent. It looked like they were trying to pick out people that might have had better ex like expertise as in like they're competent individuals not uh -huh. necessarily like actual mechanical expertise but like competent individuals at least okay um for the for the job um but you also are well known that like if a sora dies in an assembly line or stuff like that it is swept under the rug uh -huh. I mean, when people die in assembly lines it's swept in the rug but it's just even worse more magnified for sora right okay um, what does is, what is Akka look like? Are they, are they meeting me like yeah. in, in my apartment, which is like half of a chimney or whatever it is? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Half the chimney? I have no yeah. idea. Um, I rent out the bottom Some half. pegs like nailed into a chimney that you can kind of scuttle up. And then... Yeah, I've got a window I forget. for when the chimney's active. So their, their plumage, I forget what type of bird it would be, but their plumage is yellow and light blue. Yellow and blue? It's like a kind of like a macaw almost, right? <laughs> there might be some of those, yeah. But it's a light blue, not a dark blue. They are mostly unadorned. They are um, sluice, Sora. They don't really go out. They don't mix, intermingle with humans that much. Okay. <clears throat> How long have they been missing? How many have gone? M mm, my partner has been missing for two weeks now. They've, they've been as gone as long as five days, but not this long before. They're not the only one that has not come back, but that has happened a few times in the past. I am worried that he got injured, and they're just not letting us know. Where did, where did you say the company is? It is in Charter Row, and they will pull out um, the advertisement. Okay, so they're like a specific location. Yeah, they give you a location. Like, it's like, this is the location you want to go if you want to want to work in the job. And the, the type of work is, is mostly like assembly line? It is both, yeah, it's mechanical assembly so line. So they're not actually, they're not asking for experts. They want like... Uh, skilled. Just, just skilled labor. Skilled labor. Okay. It would be good of you if you could look into this. I've been, I've talked to Nakali, which I've been using this session because I've been reading about him. Oh, right. Nakali is the name of the leader of the Tiny Rascals. Yeah, Nakali. You fought Nakali. He's the, the one that, oh my god, ring. he was the one that was on top of the shoulders. He was on top of the robot. Mechagodzilla. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so he'll say... Uh, Wait, Nakali's the one who's missing? No. Okay. I was using Nakali instead of Idemil's name in, uh, okay. in the previous section. Um, Idemil's the, the chemist who died. Uh-huh. 
or they'll say, I've brought it to Nakali, but they haven't wanted to go investigate yet. They're not convinced it's anything more than what usually happens to us. Mm. But Who runs the place? They'll shrug. I don't know. Mm. I'll look into it. Sounds a lot better than just stabbing a few people in the back. If you can find them and return them their body, I can give you two coin. I'll see what I can learn. And I want to go, I want to go scout the place out. All right, we'll do that later. All right. That is... That sounds good. In the scene. Yeah, I realize, oh shoot, these people are poor. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's inherently attractive to Skitter Click because... Because of the death rates that they believe in. So. That, yeah, that's what they want the body yeah. back, specifically. What are the death rates for the Sora again? They, they construct <laughs> one of those... Oh, little, right, the kinetic sculptures that yeah, wander off into the fog. That wander into the fog, yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of that, let's do Trapper next. Ooh. Trapper. Oh boy, Trapper hasn't anything to do in a while. Alright, so uh, Trapper, uh, as a well-known marksman in the community, who clearly has... Uh, contacts with the occult of some type. That's how he gets his uh, ghost-killing weaponry. Of course. I imagine you probably have contacts with the Stefani community. Um, their merchants probably sell weapons like that. Uh, as a matter of fact, Trapper is part Stefani. Oh, okay. He's, he's, he's kind of a mutt of everything, is his, what I wrote for him. Where do you keep your eight legs, <laughs> Trapper? Do you hide your um, mandibles in your skin? What I wrote on his sheet is that he's a mixed Kali by Mark Steph- Stefani. Yeah. Like, just kind of ev- general everything of the city. The eyes of a collie and the spinnerets of a Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, one of the... Um, you're probably out maybe purchasing a few new ammunition. And one of the Stefani, who you know well... Um, we'll give them a name. Because I haven't given them a name. What's the... Stuff, this, this is a contact you have in the Stefani community. Stephanie. Stephanie the Stefani. <laughs> oh my god. Please. Is it a man? And her twin brother, Stephen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stephanie. Are we Steven. really going with Stephanie? Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Should be a set of twins, Stephanie and Stephen. They'll just speak at the same time. It's two skin suits sewn together by one spider. <laughs> it's not actually two people. The Stefans, there's a running joke, they are spiders. Yeah, that actually it's not a was joke. never recorded. But was it? No, it's it, not in any of our recordings. Even in the uh, world building one? Yeah. Oh, you guys oh, are man. missing out. Is, All right, here's a <laughs> no, moment. No, no, no. I've actually liked that this entire time. We keep making the joke, but there's no basis for it. You need, you need to picture those men in black <laughs> Gosh, aliens. People. Yeah. So for like 14 episodes, every time Stefani comes up, we've gone... This is way more than 14 episodes in. We've been making chittering noises and everyone's just like, what the hell is wrong with these guys? What's wrong with them? Now you know. Now we're less weird sounding. I don't think we're less weird. We were going to no. make all of our inside jokes Patreon content. So, you know. yeah. so if you want to be in the know, you got to subscribe. Give us five bucks and we'll explain while we're laughing. Why yeah. we're laughing at that. Maybe you like it better not knowing. It's up to you. Who, who are we to choose? You'll give us five bucks and then we'll just tell you that we've been laughing at you the whole time. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, so I'm buying bullets from Stephanie. Stephanie. So Stephanie... Um, Stephanie the... Stefan. 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 Yeah, it's, this, it's their Stefan, not Stefani. Um, so Stephanie, um, 
you come by, you, you start purchasing your guns and or your, your ammunition. Mm-hmm. And when she hands you the, the bag, probably, it's actually like a small brown paper bag that she holds with you. You grab onto it, and when you hold, when you grab them, she doesn't actually like let go, and she kind of pulls it back in just a little bit and leans a bit closer, kind of instinctually pulling you just a bit closer, and she'll whisper. The elders say, uh, "Fog's going to turn gray soon." Thought you might want to know, and then she kind of released the packet. Some of the bands thinking of moving out when it turns, and she'll kind of like. Give like an open shrug and say, and you know there's always coin to be made when the fog, fog wall turns. So to give you a little bit more context for this, um, it's a little bit of world building here. Um, when the fog wall shifts gray, as we've probably mentioned a few times, that's when other peoples from other lands in this whole wide world can come to this terrible shithole of a city. Yeah, can come yeah. to the city. That's <laughs> when the four major migrations happen. When the four major peoples arrived. Um, that's also when the fog wall that surrounded the Sora disappeared. It's also when the fog wall that separated the city from where the automata live disappeared. And that wall will change, you know, frequently. That wall will, ha- that will happen frequently-ish. And it might stay open for a few days or for a few weeks. Not usually more than that. Um, and it can happen as many times as maybe twice a year, but that's very rare, to maybe sometimes even decades in between. Probably the last time this happened was maybe six years ago. So it's been a little while since the mm-hmm. wall last turned. Lots of stuff happens in this time period. Um, depending on how long it stays open, the, commun- the city will try and exile people. Basically people mm-hmm. that they don't feel like they, they have justification to sentence to hanging. They'll say, well, you can take the option, just be exiled. They'll walk you through the mist, you'll go somewhere different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lesser sentence for some, for some things. Um, people that will strike on their own. That's the thing that happens a lot. They'll go out, especially this stuff on. They will leave because um, they can kind of navigate through the fog. Um, and then, of course, new people arrive, will arrive. And that's where money can be made sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes there are more stuff on coming that will <clears throat> have wares to trade. Sometimes it's new people that are migrating from different lands, different cultures entirely. Like people come that have, you know, entirely different backgrounds. And they make small pockets, but usually no more than maybe the largest immigration that has happened since the four major ones, like a band of 50 people at most. So they never really make a large population dent in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually get subsumed by it, ultimately, and integrated into it. So these new people that arrive, um, the town, the city, tries to integrate them, as in says, hey, there's some land in the sluice that's unoccupied, you can have, you can go there. Um, there's, there's some attempts, but there's also lots of attempts to swindle them mm-hmm. or offer protection to them. So there's sometimes money to be made when the fog wall turns. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes good people come to the wall, sometimes not so motivated. People that don't do very good actions come to the wall. So mm-hmm. it's a real bit mixed bag. But uh, It could be anything. could be anything. Give me a boat. All right. It could could Um, be a boat. So it could be more Sora Deathwalkers. Yep. Uh, Well, for people (laughs) come through when it turns gray. When it turns white is when demons come through. Yeah. Uh, So, what do you do with this knowledge? What's like the first thing you think of doing with this? Oh, that's right. Good to know. Hmm. Yeah. She'll probably let you know that she personally is probably leaving. She's. That, that, that's probably like give you a little bit more of that. All right, cool. Well, she's, yeah, her yeah. group is leaving. 
but I could probably get bullets elsewhere. Yeah, you can. I mean, is there, like, a common place that people come through? Like, it's a mass... The is a massive area. Yeah, so it surrounds the entire... No, and it's not... That is a big thing. There's one, like, fog sphincter that is, like... Usually the, the city's government gets there first. It's very rare for a person to get to the Fogwall first. People mm-hmm. don't know why, necessarily, but usually the city gets there first. Somehow they know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess Trapper would try to hang out near an area of the Fogwall that is less likely for the government to hang out at, like one of the seedier areas. Um, I don't remember exactly where that part of the city contacts. Old growth. Yeah, not that. Not old growth. I happen to have a map here. Because that is the shit. It gets kind of tricky because the fog wall is either old new growth, which is not seedy, but is also... Well patrolled. Has a great one in it. No, the sorry, the new growth. Sorry, oh. the new growth. Yeah, new, new growth is where all the sorrow were exterminated. Yeah, um, moved, forcibly moved, relocated, uh, relocated voluntarily. Um, that's the new growth. That's the hoity-toity place now. Um, old growth, where is bad. White Cliff, where is also hoity-toity, but more old money. You could go talk to some of your bluebird, any of the uh, what, what bite exactly, marker there. What exactly is in old growth again? The great one. Uh, there's that, uh, yeah, there's the... Uh, that which is eldest. Do we, do we call it? We need more eyes. We call it the great... <laughs> I can't remember uh, where... No, you call it something, but it's yeah, definitely I, it a great one. I think of it as a great old one, yeah. Yeah. And I imagine the runoff, like, in the rivers that go to the new growth are, like, steeped in its blood and its madness, and so the people in the hoity-toity suburban new growth are going to start, like eating each other soon but not yet they're like really they're doing great but like everyone acts just a little bit weird once in a while and and the community's real tight the there. beast it's the beast it's the, the beast, beast. What, what is it like green black is that what's there right oh it, just, it sounds like green black red no it doesn't this is Carlos. it's Eldrazi oh oh, oh worse. god no that's worse the unfathomable well, so like out beyond the country then on the other side yeah is probably, the country is probably the infinite gyre I remember we haven't been to the country in a long time. I wonder if it's still there. We don't go to the country. I don't country think we've ever been to the country, actually. We went once. So can we, we go for a house call? Go, go, go confirm to us. Did we, didn't we go so we could pick up Dr. Nicholson? No, you just left Oh, no. We, uh, we just waited. He was out in the country. We didn't yeah. go. Yeah. Go, go confirm for us. The yeah, that, that's where Trapper's going to hang out, gonna hang out then, because that's the place that's less likely to be. It's a large area that is less nice. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So that he, he's just going to go out there and, like, kind of just be patrolling around some nights then, seeing if it will happen. Because they weren't, like, they're never exactly specific. Usually when said soon, she means, like, within the next week or so. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take a little while to get over there. Wherever they're departing, where are they departing from? Oh, yeah, so where would they depart from? Uh, they would probably find a place in the country, actually, honestly. It's probably the easiest place to get to for them. Yeah, so Trapper would offer them, you know, protection if they needed to to go over there. Like, if they pay him, like, a, a couple coin or something, he will act as their bodyguard on the way over so people don't mess with their wares. Well, if you're going out through the country, you know, I could offer you a, a hired gun. Make sure people don't mess with you till you get out of the city. She'll kind of look at, you know, she'll give you a look and say, might not be a bad idea, Trapper. Might be good to have some... Someone on our flanks. City's been pretty good to us, but uh, 
can be rough around the edges. Aye, indeed. It'll be sad to see you go, though. Uh, Magnolia. So, I'm going to make a general assumption that with you back now, you will treat, or learn how to <coughs> teach your mother how to treat the weeping, that you're like, you found this cure. But no one in the clinic's a physicer. Right, okay. So... I would, I would probably, like, the assumption would be Nicholson expects me to give it to him. Because yes. I, I told him I would. Yeah. So Magnolia would have transcribed the copy to Nicholson and yep. probably to A. A. Vastbottom because yeah. he published an article yeah. investigating the weeping, and okay. I feel like multiple sources with yep. this cure would be better. Okay. Because they're probably going to kill me. Right. That's so true. So then you don't teach your um, mom to do it. Like I'll teach her the theory behind it. Yeah. But, but it doesn't sound like madness. Work with her, and then a few days later. Uh, Dr. Nichols will come back to you and he'll be frustrated saying that your te- technique does not work with him. He can't get it to work. He's like, inf- like you know, he's like, you know, people have died him attempting to do it on them because, you know, you're poking them in the heart. They're probably going to die anyway, you know. You know, 75% chance, but... I mean, would Nicholson also understand that this is a physical method? I mean, yes, but it's like... I think he got cut off in it. He's oh, so it, important. Yeah, like, yeah, it's so important. for the weeping. Yeah, yeah. And, and it... Nothing, only some people are aware that physicking is... Is different. Is and he's kind of like, no, he knows that it's different, but this is like something they like... But there were steps. There yeah. were steps, and he could, have fo- he could follow yeah. them. And- yeah, and it's like a pattern. And like, so he will, he'll explain that he's in Havar with a shrine again and stuff like that, because like, you know, the people that maybe suggested that he go do these things. And so uh, what do you, you kind of already said a little bit what you do about this. You, you said you, email, you mailed it, you, email, you mailed it to a vast bottom. But in general, what are you doing with the cure? Uh, are there any groups of physicers that aren't the healing house? Or are they the predominant group of physicers? They're definitely the predominant group. Um, when you were there, you had met other students who were training, people that they picked out that could physicer. They wouldn't find them. They recruit them specifically mm. to work for them. I guess I'd want it published in a paper. I think that's like... That, and it should be like a disclaimer, like only a physicer can attempt this cure, but a physicer could do it. Okay. You have to be, you, you cannot, like physicians need not apply this technique because it'll kill people. All right. All and right. I, I think after Nick, Dr. Nicholson like stops by frustrated, like it becomes apparent that like it can't just go to the academic journals. It can't go through the, the routes of like the medical schools because they can't perform this. And like physicers are kind of underground. You have to like publish it. In, in, a, in, a, in a place where people could get to it. And if it goes to um, the papers, it would just, everyone could have it. Yeah, and that's anyway, fair. Um, what was the, but what were the implications of the investigation of House Bloom? They were trying to do legal proceedings against yeah, them? Yeah, they wanted to do legal proceedings against them. I guess, what is the role to determine whether or not this would affect their legal case? Because I feel like I'm just making the evidence public. Yeah. Um... This would turn public opinion against the healing house. Probably, Everyone yeah. found out there was a cure. Yeah. It was taken from... Yeah, I'm not going to make, make a role for that. You don't think it would do anything. Because um, they're also obsessed. <laughs> yes. That's their trauma for this. Oh, okay. So, I feel so like you want to publish it. All right, okay. cool. So we can, we can work with that. So that's your next... Yes, your, that's your immediate move. As you try and go publish it. Um, that works. All right, so give me a role then. Um, you need to find 
I guess the hard thing here would be not really writing it. The hard part's gonna be publishing it, right? Finding a journalist that A believes me. Yeah, that A believes you. So is that more of a persuasion role that ultimately is the role that's gonna dictate this? I, I think Sway. there's no real persuasion. You just need to find a reporter that's covering like pockets of the weeping because there must be, still be reporters that care about this disease. Yeah, there? there probably are. So you just, just show them. Or are there any reporters that have the weeping? A prominent, any prominent reporters that have been afflicted by it? Uh, roll a luck die. That's a one. No. Okay. Uh, so then I need to find a reporter that is investigating the weeping. Uh, what is looking for people? Finding people? Is that a context? We don't have Probably con uh, consort. Consort? Okay. I do have consort. I'll try to find. In general, you can like consort with friends and allies, or uh, uh, allies and uh, uh, oh, the other like the other ones. Bruce rivals. was part of that like upstart young people movement that were kind of in the shapers yeah. but wanted like mm -hmm. help for people. Yeah. So I feel like oh, that's an uncomfortable consort. All right. All right. That so would have to be. Bruce. A... All right. There's a four. All right, so, All right, so it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. So you go uh, see Bruce. It's been a f few weeks. It actually hasn't been that long. Yeah, it's not that, but it's been a few weeks. Yeah. Um, and I've been avoiding him because we went at odds against the Shapers with that job, and we got pressed for it when we helped the delicate woman disrupt their fundraising. Yeah. And people knew it was us. Okay. Yeah, I think it's the last time, besides that you helped fix his books a little while ago. Yeah, but I've also sided with the counter-movement against the organization he believes in yeah. wholeheartedly. So he'll knock on his door, um, you know where he lives, mm -hmm. um, and he'll be surprised to see you. Oh, Mag Magnolia. Bruce, hi. It's, um... I have a problem, and I think maybe you might know someone who could solve it. I'm sorry to show up like this. Can mm -hmm. I come in? Yeah, no, it's fine, and he'll like put you in and everything. I found it. I, f I found a way to cure the weeping. He'll look a little... Yeah, you. This is one of your obsessions. Yes. You would have talked with him about this before, probably? Yeah, social justice and all that. Yeah. Probably. Like, okay. during one of those talks, of, uh, the, during the conversation of the party, like, you know them, a, a physician yeah. of sorts. Yeah, so he'd go... Oh. Really, for the weeping. Yeah, but it's not—it's not a medical cure. The the doctors that have tried it—it it looks like it, it kills people if it's not someone who can who can physic her. Uh, it's kind of an underground thing. Not everyone not everyone really approves of it. There are pockets of people who can do it, but they're all in—they're all—they're all part of the healing house, and. Well, I kind of stole this from them. But people need to know, and if we can get this published in a paper somewhere, somewhere where everyone has access to it, there'll be 100, 200 copies in the town. No one will be able to get rid of all of them. He'll not, and he'll say, it's a, a really good idea. Um, I might have a friend or two that could help with this. If you can give me a copy of it, and maybe I can set up a meeting with you guys. All right. Um, let me have some paper. And I'll okay. sketch out the yeah. diagrams and schematics. So sketch out diagrams. At a certain point, um, I think he may have had younger siblings. Yeah. I think his younger siblings, his younger siblings and his mother will both write him at one point. Um, she will greet you. 
she will give you like a double take because she remembers you um, for that time. But she, you also came over and tried to heal the books at one point, right? So yeah. maybe she remembers from that too. So she'll just kind of be doing the, the mother thing. I'll wave like, awkwardly. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I don't think anything else is going to need for a role here. He'll, okay. he'll copy the thing down. He'll chat with you. Um, he won't, he'll avoid like talking to the shapers or anything. Um, he'll just talk about what he's been doing and stuff. Maybe ask you what you've been up to. I'm on uh, Fish Pearl. Actually, I need to be checking in with those people pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Again, really. I, I have to get going. Yeah, hold on. So Magnolia, you live a, live a very interesting life. I can't believe you met a manta. I, I can't either. Now it's becoming a bit more trouble than I imagined it might be, but for the best. I will. I'll see you soon. I'll let you know as soon as I get back from my contacts. Thank you. The, Let's the, actually do Renfred and then we'll do Binder last. The player who is playing Binder is currently distracted. Renfred well, I just stand. found something in the list of gangs that I <laughs> thought I would have noticed earlier because I've gone through them a couple times now. Oh. Which oh, one did you notice? Man. The Almanacs. I don't, I don't want any yeah. of this. Can oh. I see them? The Almanacs use occult methods to cure the weeping. Oh. So kind of like me. Yeah. They just beat people with maps. <laughs> they, hit them with, they hit them with fetishes until they... Poor Richard Dominic. Good old Terry Jones. Yeah. Terry Jones. Him and his pulling right. demons out of people with other demons. Yeah. Good yeah. Bleeding yeah. with leeches so, that cast uh, the let's devil do out of Renfred, you. Renfred, and then we'll do Binder. All right, Renfred's on deck. What's up? All right, so you have another uh, evening dinner with Audric. Ooh. So, Audric, um, one of your, you know, every few weeks you'll have dinner with him. He keeps you informed of things and vice versa. Um, this evening, uh, he comes to you, actually. Oh. And he says, after you two have made it to the stage where you're sipping coffee and or after-dinner liquors, Renfred, old friend, I have been hearing whispers of things in this city, but nothing concrete. And I was wondering if you would have any information on big events that are brewing within the city become concerned so has the group that I'm with right now in the past I've helped you a lot with information going around tonight I need something from you I know there are big things on the horizon we need to plan for the future do you know of anything that's happening or other whispers that are going about? Aldrich, old friend, you know I would tell you nearly anything that has to do with this city. Even with you in the reform these days. I'm afraid I don't know much of what's been happening, although I hear whispers as well. Something big is on the horizon. The two things I know, one of which I don't think would involve the reform at all, is that the sharks are moving underwater. There's to be a large job taking place in prosperity. As my own group may be tangentially related to that, and he'll like wink <laughs> tangentially. <Yeah. laughs> I would prefer not to give too much information in case 
Those you work for take interest. Hold on. Of course. I'll be discreet about that information. Appreciate that. Above ground, I have heard whispers that the followers of Ix are buying up quite a lot of weaponry, though I don't know their purpose. I think we all best be on our guard with them. Alright. Although he is... He's a Thalian. He's a Thalian, but he's... I don't... He's I mean, not he's, practicing Ix. Yeah, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, I think that's all Renfred really knows. Because mm-hmm. um, he's the one, I think, that told me about the crap that was going on in the country. Yeah. So, and that's the only other major incident I can think of. Alright, so he'll nod in response to that. We were wondering about the Ix. That, I feel convinced. Um, based on that information and the sources that I've gathered... We believe they're planning an actual rebellion. Something like this has not happened enough. A few hundred years of... The Ix have tried things in the past. Cults... Personality have formed up, but... The numbers that the followers have... It's usually a splinter group off of them, not their leader. And we're concerned that that's who it is, but... We'll be monitoring the situation. But be careful. I know the group has it in for you as well. Indeed, they've not been... They've been haunting us quite a lot of late. But if they're planning a true revolution, the entire city will be roiled up in it. Yes. We'll all have to watch ourselves. All right, cool. Well, that's, uh, scary. (laughs) Yep. All right. And finally, Binder. Mm. Mmm. Want to put Binder on the spot? Mm. Uh, you are at a podium. Why? At your at your father's funeral. Oh, thank God! <laughs> Wait, let me remind the audience: God does not exist, as we believe, as followers of the X. That was merely an expression. But I am glad he's dead. Where were we? So you're at his funeral, at the podium. Uh, you have given your eulogy, or giving your eulogy. Wait. Uh, so, so context is he finally died. Yep. Um, of whatever wasting disease was getting him. Uh, that was never really identified, right? How many people are at this funeral? Am I? I'm up on that podium right now. You're not alone. Um, and you're not, uh, and the people that are facing across from you include your mother. Okay. Um. How's she, how's she holding up? Well. Thought so. She is dressed all in black. She has a veil. All right. Um. Her husband is dead. Her husband is dead. Yeah. There are your, there are a few people here they recognize. If you would inv- have invited any of your compatriots there here. Would have definitely invited Renfred. Okay, Renfred. Oh, crap. I mean, you don't have to attend, but the invitation would have come in long form. I guess Renfred would go? It's, I don't... He would mostly propose it to you as a networking opportunity. Oh, God. That's even worse and even more of a reason for him to go, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Sure, um, just a reference there. Your aunt is there, of course. Aunt Chastity. Aunt Chastity is there. Olograv is there. Oh. This is grandfather. Yeah, it's true. Oh, oh, goodness. In that case, probably the eulogy does not go smoothly because he has to keep from staring at Olograv the entire time. Yeah. We'll so, okay, so all those are there, and... There is... There are a bunch of older people, so clearly actual friends of your father. Okay, so I can't be a total dick. Yes. Um, I could still be a total dick. So the, yeah, the, the ones that I want to highlight was that your son is there. Um, yeah. Also, there is another man there that is sitting next to your mother that you have maybe heard of before. He is in another old acquaintance, but it is odd that... You're not sure if it's odd that he's sitting next to your mother. It's probably her closest male companion that wasn't your father, but... Knowing your mother, she was not that close to anyone else. Okay. Um, I would have invited my old friend, too, the dude who gave us the extra Manta project. Oh, yes, he'd be yeah. there. Yeah, that makes sense. And when you have talked with these people before the funeral, you recognize them as members of the occult community, as your father was members. Ah. Uh, some are members of the occult community. Some are generationally distant vast bottoms that are hoping for some of the family in large quotations fortune mm-hmm. so uh, I mean there's there's still money to be given out there's, yeah. they're not nothing but they're uh, kind of close so you strike a semi-balanced tone at the funeral um uh let's let's role play unstable real quick and what alright I'll, I'll give it a shot and we'll, we'll see what happens um Donald was a strange man that doesn't make him bad. Doesn't in particular preclude him from having been good. He was resourceful and curious. At no time merely giving in to death or to the sickness that began to take him. I won't say this was always a good trait in him either. Interpret as you will. What he did manage to accomplish with this driven nature of his was to instill it into me. And for that quality I am ever grateful. He left me and the rest of us with an understanding that despite the claims of our heritage and our broader philosophies, there is more to understand and to explore rather than to simply wave off the unknown as unknowable. And I will value those pursuits. And at that, he looks directly at Olegrav. Hmm. Olegrav is, is not tear-eyed or anything. He didn't know his grandfather very well. Yeah. Um, and he'll be looking at you almost curiously when you say that and then look at him. Um, because to him, that single-minded pursuit thing, you did not do for him. And from his perspective, right? Yeah, from his perspective, that. Uh, I guess I didn't sufficiently imply. Oligraph's a researcher. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, he's a researcher, but he's more like, um, it's less like a researcher, but more like someone who does work with the tenders, which tend to follow okay. trees, and then he publishes a paper on them occasionally. Okay. So it's more like a, a veterinarian or someone like that who does work and then occasionally on the side after doing a bunch of work for a bunch of years as a publication out there. Okay. Yeah, I think I think he leaves it at, at that. Okay. It's, it's scattered. Yeah. He, do, he doesn't know what to say here. Like, legitimately, what what he's not saying every time he opens his mouth is, finally. Right. And I think probably it becomes increasingly obvious the longer he talks that he is stopping himself from saying actually negative things um, until he finally just says, there isn't more to say that I can say here. And just steps away. Yep. Um, <clears throat> a few, no one that speaks gives like super heartfelt things. Um, <laughs> except for maybe Sarah in her own very curious way. Um, the way she talks about him is with a nostalgia for the days gone by, but a very clear bitterness towards maybe the last two decades. Uh-huh. Wow, two um, decades. I mean, they're... That's, that's yeah. what, they're 70s then? Like, they're yeah. like... They're in their 90s. Yeah, they're in their 90s. So yeah. maybe three decades. Okay. <laughs> maybe two decades is too generous. Maybe three decades at least. Three, three decades would encompass most of the time that uh, Binder has been single. Yeah. Yeah, they were probably... Oh, were, so the way you've talked about them, how bad or were they during your childhood? Were they actually like awful or is this something that they just like accrued on them? They weren't cruel to him during childhood, but they were, I imagined them ha- as having always been extremely tribalistic people. Okay. Like it has always been, the, the way I saw it is that uh, Ferdinand had the ideas instilled in him when he was a really young child and kind of beaten into him that like, you protect your family, you are your family yeah. and everyone else is worse and they're all out to get you. Um, that kind of like constant paranoia. Okay. And it was his wife who started to draw him out of that and he appreciated it and loved her and had a good relationship. And then that allowed him to see that despite the fact that like his parents weren't, like I said, they weren't cruel to him. But once he was out of that context, he realized these, these people are not good people. It's unhealthy. Right. Yeah. They're not maybe actively evil, but they're not good. So then it was really the relationship with your wife that deteriorated your relationship with your parents. Right. Okay. And then your son was born and then she died. And for that, they may have been even secretly happy about that. It wasn't a secret. Okay. Ferdinand came back. So they were actively they, cruel at that point. At that point, Ferdinand came back and they said, look, are you coming crawling back to us? Okay. It was, yeah, it was, that, that is not good. And that's why he openly hates them okay. when he interacts with them. Uh, so one thing is probably um, at the very end of your speech, when you still have your eyes locked on Allograv, mm-hmm. you feel it happening again. Which... The clock gets heavy in your pocket, 
Ooh, and no. time starts slowing down. Oh. And you get... You hadn't heard it. You realize it's been like four, four or five days since you called upon him, Zemanriel, that mm-hmm. he hasn't t- told you anything. And then you hear two months left. That tracks? He will give you an address and he will say, slash the tires of the car at this address by the end of tomorrow night. Two weeks. He, I mean, he's still at the podium, so yeah. he doesn't... He doesn't answer. But yeah, like, he doesn't answer, but... No, and these are the ones you're kind of more use, used yeah. to, like yeah, minor acts. sounds standard. Yeah. yeah, and they're usually for this, usually pretty chumpish change. So he like, would stand there awkwardly for the duration of that. Yeah. Uh, and, and people would be like, why isn't he moving? And yeah. then he'd just finally, finally step just off the stage. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's Binder, we guess. Yeah, so what else do you do at the funeral? Uh, he would probably have... God, he would probably have this conversation, but I don't want to have it. <laughs> um, he would, he would uh, at the reception, he would pull his mother aside or like isolate her if yep. possible. I think he would start with, um, it's a relief, isn't it? She will not look at you. She'll be looking almost directly for... She'll be looking at the casket, sorry. That's what she's looking at as she speaks. Cancer is a brutal disease. No more demons. No more cultists. That's all my domain now. You don't have to worry about it with him anymore. She'll keep looking forward at the casket. Her voice will barely kind of rise above a whisper, and she will say, I did not want to deal with it. That was his job. How long do you think you have? You, are you looking at her? Yeah. Okay, so you're looking at her. She's not looking. You almost see this, the curl of a smile come up around the edges of her mouth as she says, as long as I need. And then she'll walk forward. And she, she, at a t- louder voice that's more discernible to people through listening in, she'll say, the reading is at one. Alright. So you go to the reading of the will? Oh yeah. Or before that you have a little more time to mingle. So your your whisper buddy is here. There are uh, Renfred is here. There are also other people that your father knew. And there's holograph. And there's holograph. What uh, do you do? And Renfred, you're on the scene. What, what do you do? Uh, I would probably uh, get Renfred and introduce him to my son. Uh, I be- think. Wait, would I do that? <laughs> Hold on. Would you do that? Before you were doing that, while you're talking with your mother, Renfred was definitely, like, mingling with the crowd because you said there'd be people here of interest, and there's, like, occult people and crap here, right? There are. Yeah, um, like... Roll... I think it's consort. Consort to find the most interesting person here. Oh, the most interesting person in the world? <laughs> he doesn't uh, always drink beer. All right. So as you're looking around, you see people mostly you don't recognize because they're kind of a cultish. Yeah. Um, 
Well, people that you realize are related to Binder, like his Aunt Chastity. Yeah. Um, I, I know Aunt Chastity. Yes. I've seen her before. <laughs> um, then you find, you see someone, and you almost give a double take because you're like, you think you see Grim, but then you realize it's not Grim. And this oh, person shit. has been keeping, they've been like putting up their coat, wearing like a hat on almost. They've been trying to disguise themselves or keep themselves obfuscated. Oh. You see Malcolm Xavier at the funeral. Malcolm Xavier. Oh, shit. What up? <laughs> well, that's great. And he seems to be talking to the corner with some other man you don't recognize. Oh, okay. Man, it would have been so interesting if you invited Grim to this. Oh, <laughs> I know. I should have. I'm so I... glad I'm so drunk. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's just get backstory straight on things. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Malcolm's the younger brother, right? No, older. Oh, he's the older brother. So he is the heir apparent to the Xavier stuff. Well, he's not the heir apparent anymore. He was the mayor, but he's been defeated by the Shapers once that, that ousted him, and then when he tried to be re-elected, he lost, I think, twice more. Oh, so he the was heir the mayor? mayor? I thought it was their dad that was the mayor. I thought it was your brother that was the mayor. I, I don't think it was your I've been father. pretending that I don't have a past for the West. Yes, you've done a good <laughs> we, job of that. We know that. <laughs> I mean, I remember the name Malcolm Xavier. I just don't yeah. like remember the context. Yeah. It's been a while since we've done that storyline. Because he keeps on popping up, and Scott's like, do you interact with him? And he no. says, no. No. <laughs> no, I do not. That is my past, and we avoid it. Former uh, mayor is Malcolm Xavier. Yes. Yep. He was the mayor. And he's your older brother. brother. He's my older brother. Okay. All right. Yeah, but he's no longer the heir apparent because now he's in his... He's pretty old he's now. He's old now. He's like in his uh, 50, 50s, 40s, 50s. But the fact that he's been defeated several times as, as I, attempting I met, to run is the real uh, reason he's lost power from the family. It's yeah. well known that the councilman seat that represents the House Xavier part of town is by um, one of his nieces, um, mm. Helen Xavier. She is the formal head of the house now. She okay. has been for the past, like, five years. Okay, so he's been, not ousted, but he's, he's been no longer... Up, yeah. yeah. he's washed up. I mean, Renfred is in going to put himself in a disguise. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be in my jackal disguise the whole time I'm here, because this is not a place that Renfred should be seen. Okay, fair enough. Um, Malcolm Xavier's the one that, that we unsat and made the Shaper. He was the last person to go before the Shapers. Right. That was our fault, partially. Yeah, so <laughs> not the best terms for you. No. Uh, he never really found out. I, I was going to say, he doesn't know that the Jackal oh, wait. was involved. He doesn't know that you were involved. He doesn't know that you were involved. He knows I was involved, because I told oh, him. Oh, yeah, you told him to your face. Yeah. Oh, uh, he knows right. Grim was involved. Grim, Grim. Isn't that how you got thrown off a dock? No. No, that was oh. part one to get That was part one. Oh, okay. Part one of the saga. That was, that was my dance with my victory in the streets over how you lost... Get to someone. <laughs> you corrupt asshole. Yeah. Corrupt asshole. Amazing. All right. Um, the jackal is going to make himself known to the former mayor, Xavier. All right. So you, like, will walk up to him? Yeah. I think you address former mayors as mayor, though, still, I think. Yeah, I think that's just a yeah. normal... I mean, we can change that if we don't want to do Senpai it. Senpai Malcolm-san. <laughs> Senpai <laughs> Xavier. <laughs> Do you notice yeah. me? Ex-mayor. I, mean, I could call him honorable. I think that's what you would Actually, think. there honorable. we go, yeah. yeah. I just yeah. couldn't cool. think of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, I know there's an honorific here somewhere. All right. Do you have any way of sneering as you do that? 
God, no. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. That's rude. That's what I would do. I know. That's what, that's not, that's what Grim would do. Yeah. Grim wouldn't talk to him, though. No, bro. Well, he might sneer at him. That's fun. Uh, that's fun. All right. So, anyway, I walk up to yeah. him. Um, I would wait till their conversation was over, though. He wouldn't interrupt. Okay. So, it, it ends, and the person walks away, and looks like Xavier's going to be moving on to another conversation or leaving. Yeah. So, right in front, the jackal will inter- interpose himself. The Honorable Malcolm Xavier, I presume. He will kind of adjust his clothing a bit, as if trying to conceal himself anymore, and he'll say, Good evening. Don't say that too loud. I am attempting to keep a low profile here. Of course. I think we both are. And he will bow the jackal at your service. I'll give you a, a look. Twilight Direct. Yes? Indeed. You know the vast Spatomis. I make it my business to know everyone. Mm-hmm. Your Honor. Well, what do I owe this pleasure? Simple conversation, I assure you. I find it fascinating to collect information about important people in the city, even those who were formerly important. He will give you darting eyes. Um, roll... Is there an insight? Because that would be the best thing here. It would be the closest to that. Making him... Command is insight. Command is insight. Oh, I don't have that. All right. That would be Um, to make the most sense here, um, because you're trying to get a reaction from him. He... The way... Grim would be very good at insight. The way the conversation would be going is, um, you know, he would parry that with something like, you know, secrets cost money or something like that, but the way you spoke of him being formally important could incite him to spill a little yeah, bit about why things. he still is important. Um, is there a way to use Sway for that? Because Sway's always been kind of weird. Sway's for persuasion. Sway's for persuasion. So you could also just sway him and persuade him into it, but then that... But that's not really what I'm doing. It's not what you're doing, and also, like, he might ask for something. It becomes a bit more context-dependent and conversational. I think I'd rather roll Sway and have it be a lesser effect. Okay, that's fair. Because that's always an option. Yep. <laughs> and I rolled Snake Eyes anyway, so it's a good thing I didn't try to incite. <laughs> yep, yep. Alright, and he will, he will kind of give a gruffled, a muffled grunt and say, I will not be formally powerless, formally in power for long. But as we know... My new acquaintance. Information comes at a cost. I don't really feel like you can pay that right now. I kind of look you up and down, and I'll say, if I have need of ghost shipping, I will let you know. And he walks away. Oh, oh, countergraph. Yeah. That's better than getting punched in the face, which is what I foresaw happening if I incited him and failed, so. Alright, um, anyone else doing things at the party before the reading of the will? Just want to introduce the jackal to my, to my son. I was actually thinking, like, uh, Binder could walk up before that ends, and since it's already a failed roll, just say, jackal, let me introduce you to someone important. Indeed. More important than this. 
This is my son, Alagrav. Alagrav, this is the jackal. Um, how often do you come in? You see your son occasionally, correct? It's, is it- yeah, like, at a distance. I had that, like, letter contact with him, I think, right? Did, did he write me a letter? I wrote him a letter or something? Yeah, we've, we've introduced him, like, I think once when we were talking about the tenders. Um, but part of the lugubriousness of Binder's backstory was that, like, this might be the first time they've seen each other in, like, a decade. That long? Yeah. Okay. Because I can't remember how old he is. He's, like, 16? No, he's, 18? like, in his... Tw- He's like, yeah. Did you say he's up in his 20s? Yeah, like early 20s. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a bad father. I don't keep track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would be in his, in his late 20s. He'd have to be. Late 20s, yeah. Early 20s. Early 20s. Something like that. Who knows? Yeah. I know that uh, his wife was much younger than him when they met. So right, they would have been, like, catching up a little bit. Yeah, because, like, he hasn't seen you in a long time. Yeah. Um, maybe since last family death yeah. happened. Um. Yeah, because his family despises you. Right. Or his, not his family, but his, your, your wife's family despises you. Yeah. You know, I, I mess with spirit stuff, and that's definitely why she died. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you've had time to catch up a bit. You know, he works with the Thalos trees. The, the interaction is probably much more similar to that between a person and, like, their estranged uncle than anything else because like yeah. he's not hasn't really been a father to yeah. him he's just like in blood like so it's probably been pretty awkward so you, I think you've been in somewhat contact because he knows you're friends with Tomlin Burrow your, yeah. your friend so the letter that was written to you was by Allegrov mm-hmm. letting you know that something was wrong which right. was that your friend was being kind of harassed by the local alderman yeah okay that doesn't necessarily mean they'd actually been in contact. Like, well, he'd have to know who he, your he friend is. Know that. So, all right. So maybe like I've been over, I've snuck over to uh, and seen him like arranged meetings somehow. Yeah. Well, um, that's. I mean, he's an adult now. He's, he's an adult. I think yeah. it's become more easy. Maybe he sought you out more. Like in the past, like two years, it's probably been more two or three years. It's probably been easier for me to get in contact with you. Yeah. Oh, right. I remember we decided... It was because Binder had gotten, like, really withdrawn and depressed, basically, until Twilight Direct became a thing. Yeah. He just, he just like, fell into a rut. And so, even once Allegrav could come see him, he probably didn't respond like a normal person. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right. So, okay, sorry. still off guard. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, so, awkward, silly conversation. I was really trying to juggle him over here. So, you are going to introduce him to uh, Rinfred. Rinfred, yeah. Except as the jackal. Yeah. Except as the jackal. Um, because I don't think you've ever met this person. Probably, probably as awkward as I'm being right now. <laughs> this is Alograv. My son, you may remember. Does he still go by Vaspus Motomi as his surname? We addressed that when we read the thing. So. Yeah, I think he does. I think he, he is, does. It's, 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 it's A, it's A, a Except yeah. he goes by Vast Bottom, yeah. yeah. Not Bathus Potomi. Uh, Bathus yeah, Potomi right. is something that Sarah and Donald upheld. That's right. Yeah. He goes by Vast Bottom. Alright, I just His wanted to make sure name. I didn't yeah. misstep when I spoke to him. <laughs> yeah. Alright, yeah, the jackal will greet him politely. Ah, the young Lord Vast Bottom. It's an honor. <laughs> He'll laugh at that. I'm not lord of anything here. I'm 
fairly certain I'll be written out of my grandfather's will, but and it's good to attend. I wouldn't be so certain. Sarah's not fond of me. Keep your hopes up. Ha. 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 He, he doesn't seem to be laughing. Um, I'll say, well, it's, it's good to meet you, sir. This is an associate and acquaintance of mine. We work together. At the shop? Outside the shop. Acquiring materials for it sometimes. The jackal has a mind for the law that I never did. Roll a luck dice. Alright. Not sure if this is unlucky or lucky if he knows things or not. Burst from Three. The chest. Nope. Okay. Ooh. Nothing bursts from chests. <laughs> I wanted to introduce you, especially in that you have potentially had to navigate strange legal waters being of a different name than the family that is raising you. Ah, yeah. That's come up a few times, but mostly they just hate it since they've adopted the name. Reasonable. I guess not adopted the name. Uh, his birth certificate would have said that. Yeah. They can't force him to change his name, and he never did, so. I'll actually say, I need to go back to my work you know, I did receive an interesting letter the other day from this Miss Black. It's talking about a crazy cure for the weeping, but I'll have to read it again. It seems to be more for people. I'm not sure if I could adapt it to any cure for the trees, but... Would you like a meeting with her? He'll not do a double take, but no. you know her. Indeed. She is also an acquaintance of mine. Do you believe that she's found a cure for the weeping? I am certain of it. He looks very surprised at that when you say that. Yes, that would be good, I suppose. Then, we're still working with the tenders, right? When do you have free time? I had to take off a day of work for this. But, I'll say in five days... She showed an interest in the trees. I think she would have some insight into their cure as well. They are striking. I would hope so. Another one's gotten sick recently. I think we'll have to call it from the colony before it spreads further. Unfortunate. I don't mean to bore you with the structural collapse of... or the inevitable structural collapse of the... Cape Dawn, but thing is done. A few hundred years, that will happen. And yourself? <laughs> How are you holding up? I am are well. you well? Yeah, I am well. He, he says it pretty naturally, like, I'm doing fine. Yeah. Like, okay. I think, I think Binder stares at him a little bit too intently for a little bit, and, and then it's time to go to the reading. Yep. So uh, he <laughs> does accompany taking so long. Yeah, he does accompany with you I to call. the reading. Um, at the reading, there you're on chastity's there. There's there are people there. Um, the stuff that gets doled out to the pe- people that are there are, you know, maybe a picture or something. Maybe like something that the portrait of Donald Fastbottom. What is that? <laughs> Boy with an apple. 
no. fast spot I'm looking at. Uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing that you know would be a value. Just things that they might have enjoyed or keepsakes that they would have wanted or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, things that Sarah is not particularly interested of. in. Yeah. yeah. Near the end, your grandson is given a book. It's a book about follows trees. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty great. Um, and then they get to you. And th- then the Someone executor, Derringer. <laughs> yeah, the executor will says, "There's one line item here, Ferdinand Vasus Potomi, I, Donald Vasus Potomi, hereby will to you. The Vasus Potomi. Oh, that's the that's the boat. Let's give you the boat. Oh man, we're getting a boat. Oop, grad." That's the well. It's the one we're already. It's the one you're already using. We're already right? using it. The one uh, that we wrecked. The one that you technically are using for your job. Yeah. Oh, it's so just formally yours now. It's just formally yours now. Yeah, that's in, that's incredible. It's almost caring. Yeah. It's almost like he cared. And then the next time he gets to Sarah Vassbottom, he leaves everything else to her because she's still alive. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think starts weeping. He does. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not loudly. Yeah. Wait. What does it sound like? Mm. <laughs> That's pretty good, yeah. I like, yeah. Mm. It's like a single tear and wipes it away. <laughs> it's like, it's like a... Uh, he, 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 makes it. That, he makes that sound for the entire duration that the teardrop is like making its way down his face. <laughs> Do you taste the tear to make sure it's a tear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Face it's, not, it's not the weeping. It's <laughs> face my face seems to be leaking yeah. strange <laughs> um, salty solution what, what is this madness uh, and I think he makes a point of, of not interacting with his mother uh, before he leaves he, he'd probably exit with uh, chastity uh, I don't know true. if there's more that's happening sorry yes there's one more thing as you are leaving she gets up or she does not get up first she's old the man that was with her also seems to be helping her along because she's old he's a few decades younger than her she's mm-hmm. 90 they're you know she's old she takes like there's enough space that you people that are more able-bodied are able to pass by <laughs> so you just pass by but as you're passing by him suddenly you feel that slight sense of the supernatural in your presence is it uh recognizable as the same one as the same like slight sensation that he got at the job against the shapers uh roll a tune I see a six that's six all right Yes, it is the sa- it's not like the exact same signature, but it's very similar. Stops. Just dead. Turns. And looks at him. He's helping him right up. His back is actually turned to you currently. So uh, do you wait? Yes, he waits. Okay. Chastity will wait. She sees you waiting for your mother, so she's not overly alarmed. Mm-hmm. He eventually, you know, he gets her up. He gets her in arms. He turns to you. You... You all four can't fit in a thing. So he will look at you kind of expectantly for you to go. He is a uh, younger, he is also an Athelian man, um, maybe in his 60s. Um, beyond that, nothing, nothing super strange about him. Maybe in his early 60s, probably. Okay. Then um, my would say, Sir, I haven't met you. I am Ferdinand Vathis Potomi. He will look up, I mean, he will look at you more, not in, intently, but more with recognition. He'll say, oh, yes, uh, we have met before at one of your 
mother's she has gatherings occasionally. Mm-hmm. You are in attendance. Yep. You don't interact with them, and they don't ever yep. interact with you. But and he's more speaking. She has probably spoken of you. You are her son. Uh-huh. And he'll reach out his hand, and he'll say, um, Cavill. Cavill? Cavill. He'll take the hand and shake it. You're caring for my mother these days? She has asked me to. He'll, he'll shake, and he'll withdraw, and he'll say, if you allow him to withdraw. Like, I assume it's a normal shake. Uh, he holds on for a little bit longer. Okay. This is a... This is a He's focused. Yeah. That's fine. You will say, your mother is a wonderful woman, and I've known her for many years now. In this time of need, of course, I will assist her in any way that she requests. Then you clearly have not known her long enough. Tell me, is her affliction the same as yours? Roll consort to get the message across. Five. You see a tenseness wave kind of through him. I do not understand what you're talking about. I do not have an affliction, and I certainly hope your mother does not. I don't either. But if you'd like to know more, death's door is always open. Good day, sir. Oh, make his way off with that chastity. Okay.